0: Let me be perfectly clear This world is perfectly queer You know that we're Perfectly natural It's not a mistake It's not a choice that we make It's just that we're Perfectly natural This episode of Perfectly Natural, a very, very gay podcast about very, very gay animals. Yay! Gay is yay! Is my catchphrase. In fact, did you know? Did I know? (laughs) (laughs) The antivirus protection came up on your computer, so like get that shit out of here. (laughs) I'm a Phoenix and I'm a writer and an enthusiast. In what? (laughs) <laughs> Everything. Literally, cool. if it's cool, I will get excited. Okay, cool. Uh, my name's Em, and I am a D field student at the University of Oxford, and I am studying uh, rodents in Whiteham Woods. And actually, I had a really good day in the field yesterday. Tell me about your field day. So I we trap mice, and then we release them a couple of hours later, and we put a tag in the back of their necks so that they can be picked up by these remote loggers on the grid. And the whole idea is that eventually we'll use these smart traps. So once a mouse has been caught once, it never has to be caught again in its life because it has this chip in the back. It can They can tell the trap, don't catch any animals with chips. So that's cool. But we found out last night that there are two male mice living in one of my vertical tree loggers that we hadn't ever tagged before. And so we released them yesterday, and on my... I've got the data here, it looks like a gibbledy mess, but... I can't read your data. Anyway, there's two mice, two male mice living in a tree logger that I put out there last week, so I'm very excited about that, because... Ah, it's pretty cute. That's really cute. Yeah. I hope they're really domestic. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting. Did you want me to get you a cup of tea in bed? I've been watching Better Homes and Gardens. That'd be nice. That's a niche Australian reference. I don't know what to say. Great British Bake Off. I don't know what is another. No. Great Homes designs. Under the Hammer. Yeah. Okay. I don't know this. It's not. It's <laughs> not what it. Better Homes and Gardens is about. You don't <laughs> Do not understand? Do you want to come out and watch Homes <laughs> Under the Hammer? It's awful. You'll love it. Do you want to watch Better Homes and Gardens? We I we, we can that. have like a house TV show. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. It's my. I feel like shit. I'm gonna watch BBC Daytime TV. I mean, yeah, that's like me and like Grand Designs. I love Grand Designs. Kevin McCloud is my absolute hero. Did you have you heard about the Grand Designs drinking game? No, but have you heard about the Grand Designs board game? No, because I invented it. I, I, was, I, <laughs> want, I, want, I want 10 copies <laughs> <for> right now. <laughs> But yeah, I imagine it's a really good drinking game to go along with Grand Design. It's, like, drink every time the Scarlet would drink if, that, if the roof isn't finished by winter. <laughs> or at, the family have to live in a caravan. Yeah. The wife gets pregnant. So it goes over to 30 grand and they borrow money from their rich friend. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Sip of Kevin McLeod says at one point to the family, it's going great, and then immediately cuts to him off camera saying, it's not going great. <laughs> So <laughs> do you know what is great? Gay animals. Yes. Well, <laughs> what animal are we talking about this weekend? <clears throat> uh, giraffes. 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 There's many pieces of giraffes, but we're going to talk about the giraffes as a whole thing, as a family of species. How many, how many giraffes are there in the giraffe family? The so northern giraffe, the Maasai giraffe, the southern giraffe, and the matriculated giraffe. Four. Four kingdoms used to live in harmony. <laughs> but everything, <laughs> everything changed when the retriculated giraffe attacked. <laughs> All right. So, giraffes. Giraffes have been described as, which is what I want to be described as, in quotation marks, especially gay. <laughs> Yeah, um I I have <laughs> described you as very, very gay before. So you're good. You've reached your dreams. I think I'd really like to be called cool that. Anyway, so they are one of the gayest animals. I really want to speak about them today. A bit of a backstory is I think I mentioned in the last podcast, part of the reason why I kind of accepted my sexuality was uh because I learned about queer animals and that I kind of normalized it in my brain for me and kind of led me on a journey of acceptance and so and the first animal i ever kind of consider, i kind of stumbled across was giraffes and so i thought it'd be nice to talk about them today because i've had a bit of a hard week with the flu you have been <laughs> so ill we've had to reschedule this recording three times. i was worried you would never be able to stand up again <laughs> So I thought it would be nice to talk about these animals that, I really, that really helped me find my way as a gay human. You and could so, say they led the way because they're so tall. You could. That would be really weird. <laughs> well, they stood up above the trees, showed me the rainbow path on the yellow brick road because they're yellow. And they look like bricks? Yeah, a little bit. Is Elton John a giraffe? <laughs> Disgust. <laughs> I've got debate prompts in here. Are you ready for me to just Let's say debate it. at you? Yeah, um, I noticed that one. Like, <laughs> <the document. laughs> so anyway, that's kind of why we're talking about giraffes today. Before I want to talk about giraffes, I have a discussion about some like theories or like how science has viewed homosexuality, mm-hmm. and because that kind of leads on. Well, oh, my voice has changed into a different. So, certainly has now. <laughs> I think with giraffes, especially, it's of note, and that's why I want to bring it up now, is because they have been studied for years, but it wasn't like science never really talked about as being homosexuality. So giraffes have been the study of quite a lot of modern homosexual research, but also obviously been researched for many, 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 many years previously. And a lot of the times uh, their behaviour was determined to be anything but sex, which is my prompt that's, that's sometimes not, how I feel anything but sex well <laughs> I never feel like sex at this point I feel like I'm never going to have done like sex ever again but um <laughs> that's the fleece speaking <laughs> so I had this really funny this this book that, the, the biological exuberance book has <laughs> this really funny quote that I posted on Twitter which I think is hilarious and it's under the title of the desexing of homosexual behaviour I'm going to read it out like I imagine it was written or who it was written by Two males, dinding and Durian, this is in reference to orangutans, by the way, okay. regularly mouth the penis of, of the other on a reciprocal basis. This behavior, however, may be nutritionally rather than sexually motivated, as in, they will suck each other off to drink cum. That is the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, nutritionally <laughs> no- motivated rather than so, actually motivated. Just so that's I mean, I have been hungry before. I have <laughs> felt the deep desire <laughs> to, to something really Ooh. in my mouth. Ooh. and it's usually a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I mean, yeah, fair enough. That's, I've never been that hungry that I would I would put a penis in my mouth, but that's fine. I hope my mum doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> So one thing that I went while I was reading about giraffes is that there was one paper I read and it was looking at um giraffe mating behaviors and there was uh this really long lengthy discussion about uh like how a, a male giraffe kind of courts a female giraffe and how he you knows she's in estrus so she she's receptive to mating and will have a baby after the mating occurs and it's like the lead up to like even just him sniffing her vagina, that was sexual. And then in a different... I've never found any vagina. (laughs) Especially not just like... Just sniffing (sighs) it. Well... Okay, that's step one. (laughs) I mean, that could be quite a niche version of foreplay. But I mean... Someone's going to be (laughs) in But then there was another paper looking at homosexual behaviour. And uh, there was a part where he was... the, The author was talking about... Like, the uh, giraffe mounting and then ejaculating on, uh, on a male. And then that, for him, was just, like, play behaviour. So, sniffing the uh, vagina, yes. that's sex. But ejaculating and mounting and, like, a whole courtship ritual, that's just play, it's playing. It sounds like <laughs> the author of that, of that paper has some stuff to work through, the work through about yeah. their own sexuality. So, that is kind of where giraffe research for me started this whole kind of researching process for this podcast was that one paper about defining what is sex for this species Mm -hmm. and uh, that's where I thought about basically anything they did that you know was it is homosexual behaviour was just anything but sex to the science Uh, and then as like the literature kind of went on it kind of became more like Uh, Well, there's quite a few young, uh, quite a few male giraffes compared to female giraffes. I'm not really sure about the genetics behind that, but there are, population-wise, generally quite a few more males to females. And therefore, they're often, like, a male can, like, go its whole life without actually... Conceiving a like having a having a child with a female because they're just uh, there's that many yeah, yeah yeah and also like they live in big bachelor herds so like you know you're gonna if you're competing with all your mates around you basically in that case people were defining homosexuality because the male young males would like would mount each other and you know display in really intricate courtship which I'll go into later um, I'm so excited to hear about it's how, great yes yeah, it's-, it's beautiful but um it's called necking. <laughs> Let me guess. Do they hit each other's necks together? No, that's the fighting. Well, they kind of do. It's complicated. We'll go into it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, basically scientists kind of postulated that uh, giraffes, young males, were only having male-male intercourse because there wasn't enough females. So it was like a, a homosexuality that only was born out of a lack of heterosexuality basically that's that's definitely not why i'm gay. yeah no <laughs> because there's not enough men yeah i don't know because yeah it's 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 not a lack of it's not no, it's not, not a lack of desire for yeah. more homosexuality yeah. that's <laughs> the bisexual agenda just both is good which well, is what i also like i think I don't know which one of these notes I have it in, but someone somewhere I wrote bisexual icon. I don't know where I wrote that. I think it's in the hyenas, but that, that's think, a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is something to be said about you know bisexuality is actually probably more realistic of what things are in the animal kingdom rather than like exclusively homo or heterosexual. I think most things are on a really intense spectrum, and for you, actually more like pansexuality because. I don't think animals actually see gender, which is also a teaser or consider for. consider gender yeah. the same way. Yeah, which would be, which was interesting about the hyena episode. Um because they're super interesting. So In that way. I I've skimmed the notes. Yeah. <laughs> I have questions. But then so giraffes then so then people were like, "Okay, so sorry, right. Giraffes can engage in homosexual behavior. That okay, we acknowledge that. Great. But uh there was like a real pushback against like or, like, a really weird dynamic where people were comparing them to humans and they wouldn't use the word gay or homosexual. And it was, like, very um, – it was, like, a really – it was still, like, truly really trying to make sense of this thing that, that people themselves couldn't really understand. Um, mm. And so it was trying to like – people were kind of, I think, trying to separate giraffe or homosexuality from human homosexuality because I think that's pretty right in a way, you know, because – how could they be the same? We're no one we're no how are we on any way like a giraffe? And I really. It, 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 I don't know much about giraffe society, <laughs> but I imagine it's got a really different It's pretty structure different to the way that we <laughs> Does a giraffe ever want 2.5 kids? Yeah, or a picket fence or a dog. <laughs> they do I bet there's a video of a giraffe and a dog who are best friends. <laughs> that's an elephant dog I remember tara and that Aww. dog no here i wrote this maximizing bisexuality this is the thing as well okay wait i to go back to this so so we just talked about uh, a lack of potential heterosexuality and then there was this weird hypothesis for a bit about um that homosexuality actually uh helps heterosexuality uh in that you know if you are. Uh, playmating with your buddies and you're going to be a really good mate when it's time for you to have proper sex. Let me tell you yeah. something, thing, <laughs> Or like... Okay, that's really interesting. You know, and then I have this quote here, maximising bisexuality, which is on here, page 74. Nice. Which is an interesting quote. It was like, bisexual animals tend to be more peaceful because they kind of engage in quite intimate relationship with like everyone in their party there's no like gender favourites or something like that because they have this like fluid sexuality and so if you are engaging in homosexual behaviour female say or a male whatever pairing is happening at the time might come up to you and be like uh, well, that's hot because then we'll have a, you know, if we breed, our kid will be open to that and then we'll have an incrementally more harmonious society, which I think is really fucking interesting because this whole narrative is that animals are too dumb to do any of this. So in actual fact, they're like super intelligent beings looking into the future trying to make their kids And smarter. they're looking over at us being like... <laughs> fucking Christ, what's going wrong there? Yeah, we're not that peaceful, to be honest. Oh, no. But I think the thing is... It could be, if people could just chill the fuck out. No, but I think the thing is, is that actually, like, homophobia, this is a really cliche quote, but homophobia doesn't exist in any other species but humans. Criticization and, like, demonization of homosexuality only occurs in humans, whereas... Homosexual behavior occurs in... I, I, I imagine it occurs in everything. I mean, I can't prove I mean, that. When we were going through yeah. the list of animals to cover for this podcast... It's a lot. It's we have exhaustive. a non-exhaustive, very, yeah. very long yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's, I think it's why this next point that I want to make about giraffes... That's why we can't compare us and them. Because we're so simple compared to them, really, in terms of our society... And like, is, it, is it simple or is it just having a different basis for, like, where we do have a gendered hierarchy? They don't? I think no. I think there is there is definitely dominant systems in animals. Okay. So there, and often uh, it is like a, gen, a male gendered yeah. hierarchy. I think there are There's only a few systems that have female, like, matriarchal societies. Yeah. So I think a lot of species do have male dominated societies, such as ours. But I think they lack, like, they like they lack the hatred of it. They lack the, 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 the they lack villainization yeah. of homosexuality. Like that's not that doesn't come into their like, mindset, right? Mm. Yeah. So, good point about dominance. I Want to come onto another point that I want to make about giraffes. Giraffes are really into BDSM. They're re- well, not well. Hmm. I don't want to say no because I have never asked a giraffe if it, if it likes if it likes to be tied up or gagged but look maybe <laughs> I'm gonna say maybe not cool But what uh, are you gonna say <laughs> so giraffes this the, the, this whole theory about what homosexuality was basically this whole episode is about like I want to introduce these like concepts that science has talked about Um, with animals and giraffes are a really good scapegoat for that or scape giraffe that (laughs) because there's been so much done to them, like, or so much hidden about them because it's just like, or like misinterpreted Mm. or accidentally not reported or just like reported wrongly because of our homophobia as a species, ours, humans. And so for ages, it was like, it's a dominance thing. And then for ages, people didn't record it. People just like left it out. Um... And then hmm. Yeah. And so that Meanwhile, was while like, in the Giraffe Times Yeah. They had these like very gay dating cult. they had that like the version of blind date yeah two male giraffes yeah, blind date. Exactly. And probably in <laughs> the giraffe people would be like <laughs> Yes. But yeah, I mean um all species are different in how they engage in homosexuality. But with giraffes, the dominant and what what we what we see now in the literature is that mostly young male giraffes have 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 gay interactions um and that gets less as they get older so when they're in these bachelor pods or bachelor groups bachelor pads bachelor pads i'm saying bachelor no they don't live in a pad they walk around they don't have houses one of the many ways that giraffes and humans are different <laughs> giraffes don't have houses thank you for educating me <laughs> And they move around in these groups, and then they sometimes run into females, sometimes don't. And th- there are some males who, again, won't, won't mate there for their entire life. Um, and then there some are asexual giraffes. Well, no, they have homosexual non okay, but not reproductive mating. Well, look, this is the thing. I don't really know much about asexual asexuality animals. Because is that because science hasn't looked at asexuality in animals? I think they have. I think I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, again, I mean, I mean, I I assume there are some animals that don't have sex their entire life, but that's different to asexuality. I don't know if those animals specifically don't have sex drives, or they, it's a debate for another day, maybe. I think that's an entire series. (laughs) So, I think we've baited long enough, it's also 22 minutes in, I want to go through giraffe sex with you. And in this part, I'm requesting you, future aim, that you will put in sexy music I'm gonna need to find some licensed music, <laughs> or even I mean, maybe don't write my own I, music don't, music. I don't know. I mean, okay. Without warm up. <laughs> so, male giraffes have a unique courtship or affection activity called necking. Again, affection activity. Come on, like it's ugh. you're a gay book. Yeah, step it up. Call it flirting, which is often associated with homosexual mounting. When necking, two males stand side by side, usually facing opposite directions, while they gently rub their necks on each other's body, head, neck, loins, and thighs, sometimes for as long as a fucking hour. Can you imagine that's an hour long foreplay session? Yes, I can. That sounds great. And then necking sessions are usually initiated with one male assuming a formal posture with his neck held rigid and upright. One male may also affectionately, affectionately lick the other's back. Or sniff his genitals room necking. And then and, <laughs> and then these lovely. It's so sweet. It right? sounds really gentle. It is. Look, he's wrapped his whole neck. It's like a hug. It's a hug. He's hugging the his neck. Mate. Hug. So then then this is where I'm not really sure. So I know Drex Drex? Hello, Drex. Do <laughs> you know my friend Jurek? <laughs> oh the Giraffe. No, it's the Mac. Can you introduced us. Jurek, the Giraffe. <laughs> Hi, my name's Direk. Uh, this is my our first character uh, I, I like to be in boats <laughs> I've never been in one of those like them do you know where my house is? <laughs> I on my bachelor pad's around here somewhere <laughs> i a bit like Paul McCartney <laughs> okay maybe not I don't know I'm seeing like the Beatles <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then they say, so necking giraffes, swings that swing. swing sw- okay, necking giraffes, also sometimes swing their necks at each other in what has been described as a stately dance or a form of play fighting. Or they really? Okay, hit- give me one second. I think we yeah. need to press pause. A stately okay. dance or a form of play fighting. Yeah. What sort of stately dancers has this <laughs> seen? <laughs> because I mean, there's a lot of marching. Maybe you could see it being a bit like fencing what a giraffe a stately. stately dance okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it could be so what about if dancing involves fencing as in <laughs> it's, it's Saturday and night and we're watching yeah. Strictly come dancing and someone comes in a fencing outfit You yeah, know the whole diaper situation <laughs> the, masks. the mask the mask I I wouldn't think think twice, I'd be like, okay, go on. I think on. that's a good idea for like, yeah, should we come dancing. If they if they did a weird like uh, Anthony Banderas came on and he was fencing. Because he <laughs> with used the to Zorro play Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Strictly come stabbing. <laughs> Look, why not though? I feel like Okay. Play Perhaps. fighting or No, Strictly Dancing or play fighting. Well, okay. When kids play, looks a bit like maybe dancing, maybe they want to kill each other. That's how, that's how it looks like when our cats play. Yeah, see? I so. love our cats. <laughs> the names. The cats are called Peter Cat Paldy and Jody Wittercat <laughs> and they're both perfect. 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 Tell me more about this. Okay, so this is what I was talking about. So this after that play fighting comment, they, said they although they never they, they rarely hit and virtually never injure each other. So there is a lot of videos out there of giraffes like physically throwing the necks at people. That's different <laughs> to necking. Necking is like <laughs> a Elegant. whole thing. It's like a and it's only for male giraffes to do to each other. Well, they've only seen it observed in that. Cool. Um, so I think. I can't see the correlation between this behavior and that kind of more violent behavior. So I think actually their their courtship is quite tender, which is quite beautiful for I such really a large like animal. That. Yeah, and Because they, they, they look so inelegant. I know. So much of the time. Have you ever time. seen one drinking water? Yes. They've got weird little legs stick out like, like a little tiny, legs tiny legs. thing. I love seeing them at the zoo. Oh, yeah, that's really good. They're my favourites. So, then they said, necking usually leads to sexual arousal. Here's where the music comes in. One or both males develop erections, and occasionally one might exhibit a curling of the lips similar to the Fleming response seen in heterosexual courtships. So, that's the only part of overlap with the heterosexual sex. Oh, that's really interesting. This is a Fleming response. I'm doing it. All right, let me let me paint a word picture, listener. It's, it's Emmy's... Not quite pursing their lips, but sort of making an oyster shape with them. Imagine a and oyster. It's not sexy. <laughs> rude! Okay, well they can't help it. It's it, it, it's like it's like getting an erection for them. It's like it, it, it's like part and parcel I mean, I of have sexual so arousal. Questions about erections, anyway. In general, I can't answer them for you. I know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just gonna say that right now. <laughs> Nib that in the butt as hard as possible. <laughs> that's interesting that that's the only overlap yeah and so um, he said sometimes this is is my favourite part sometimes after necking for 15 minutes or so one male suddenly stops and freezes with his neck stretched forward which is thought to indicate intense sexual excitement approaching orgasm like it over takes his body I've been there man I feel that that's so sweet they just stop he's just overwhelmed after 15 minutes it's, like, very specific. Who is this, this one time? This is the fucking, this is, like, one giraffe. Again, it's, like, one weird animal. Derek is just <laughs> like, Jerick, yeah, it takes me 15 minutes, minutes to come. No more, no less. And, yeah, and this, this guy has watched him for, so like, many times. 100 hours. Yeah, so that's kind of, that's, that's a bit about necking. That's so cool. And then, I mean, then it talks a bit about. So also, so this is the thing I want to talk about as well. So we we, were, we kind of broke this in the bonobos episode, is that male giraffes are known for homosexuality. Female bonobos are known for homosexuality. Females also do mount other females in giraffes, but there's not much research on it. And I think because the male, this male side is so exuberant, if you let me use the name of the book that I was just reading from, is uh, the, the others are kind of left off to the side, even though... Mm. It's so 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 it's more the expected sexual behavior rather than this fancy yeah. neck loving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's a bit it's a bit strange when you have a one a species who's so known for one side of the spectrum, whether whether it's with sex or as in like traditional male or female, or whether it's like a kind of really strange sex behavior. So yeah, I don't know. It's um. I, it's a bit of it's a bit it's a bit of a mystery to me why there's not much out there about females homosexuality in giraffes. Mm-hmm. But if males engage with it as much as well, because look, I mean, this is this was the thing about some other animals is that maybe because there is some truth to that whole theory behind homosexuality um, arising if there's not a lot of heterosexual breeding going on, that might be the case. I'm not sure it's not the cause of homosexuality, but that that it's might a fact happen. That. Um, or it might be it's a thing that happens or like what not a factor but like a an effect of there being um, if if there's such a disproportionate level yeah gender ratio yeah yeah then I imagine female giraffes are going to be more yeah likely yeah well everyone female and male but I think so I think the theory somehow holds for these dudes being like the male giraffes and as what what it was for years and that there's not many females therefore they have no, no other choice but where's the female research about the female giraffes because that if that theory holds true in their minds for males it must then also hold true for females yeah else it's wrong and if they're generalizing for a species and we, it is wrong because that's not where homosexuality, some homosexuality arises from. But I just think there's a lot of missing from the literature. I think it'd be really interesting to see, or maybe I'm not found it. Preface, but I would, I'd really like to see more gay female Female research. That's my call out. Um, so I think we want to start a lab group. Yeah. yeah, we can't offer you any funding. No, but we can offer you a lot of interest, and I'll make you a cup of tea. Oh yeah, and I will give you some of these post-it notes that I've used. You have in my so book. many post-it notes. They're colour coded. Love it. <laughs> my episode. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, um, that's cool. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to explore in my my brain that idea of why we haven't looked into like female female behaviour. Yeah. In the same way, and it could it just be that it's not a bandwagon that was jumped on in the same way that male 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 behaviour was yeah. because if yeah. that's one of the forerunners yeah of queer animal behavior yeah then it sort of makes sense that everyone's going to want to have loads of questions about, about that. that yeah i think rather than adding yeah. new stuff to the table yeah i agree i think also the thing with giraffes is is they're really they've got a really complicated social structure so i mentioned these like excuse me these uh bachelor pad groups sorry my god bachelor pods maybe it's said bachelor pad they don't live in a bachelor band. There's not a fucking penthouse where all the giraffes hang out for half of the year. But that's a dream. Fly back to Africa to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is the dream. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's wrong. That's anthropomorphizing animals. I mean, it's what we do here on this podcast. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen in Zootopia too. Zootopia. Zootopia. You can have that one for free. No. Get the money from them. Get. I use it to fund lesbian giraffe studies Yeah, don't. Who, who makes it? Pixar, DreamWorks, Disney? It's one of them. But you can't take that. You can't use that. I retract what you just said. Retract it now. I retract it. <laughs> it now just lives in my imagination. I said nothing. No, no, no. They can buy it from you. Oh, it lives. <laughs> well, I feel like control. Okay, you can know. You can give it away if you want. <laughs> I just want to make you money, man. I don't Thank want you to go you. poor. This is... I'm, I'm trying, trying is to look after I you, mean. but that was quite forceful. I agree. I'm sorry. I'm just having an internal dialogue with myself. And just... Do you want to be one? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so, the social stretches of giraffes. Oh, yeah. It's so interesting. So, they have these bachelor pods. But also, they have so... Obviously females will have babies. I think they have a baby every year. Maybe oh, God. Every two years, I'm not really sure. So I think the gestation is quite long, actually, so maybe it's every two years. Isn't it one of the longest mammals? elephants is the longest. It's what it's quite long anyway. Um, and then they've got a drop. Imagine that being a baby, you because obviously their vagina is high, it's about two meters in the air. So, so, so they don't crouch down. Now, uh, they don't they don't have a they can't lie down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They think, uh, people think that, that the jolt from the baby dropping onto the floor, like, gives them their first breath. Surely they the breathe out. in the womb. <laughs> You're not through their mouths. Okay, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Because there's never considered yeah. how fetal respiration works until literally right now. <laughs> so the mum. The, the little is the things. No, that's the eating. I know nothing. Well, the the lungs must the heart pumps the heart pumps oxygen around your your lung doesn't need to inflate because yeah because your 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 blood's pumping stuff around cool and your your Everything's oxygenated by the thing around. So it's already oxygenated by the thing you use yeah. Independently and your mum and your you're, you're linked to your mum's blood. Everything's linked to your mum. This is why when I say I'm not a sciencey person is because I need this level of like <laughs> specific context to actually understand how anything works. Um, I've learnt something today. But yeah, so they drop from the ground. It gives them their first breath. They think, but they've got to survive that. How many die? Like what, I'm not what's sure. the Probably quite a lot? I imagine infant mortality rate after you've had this bloody long pregnancy. Uh, 3% very low wow so so they've they they they've got very shocking zombie legs yeah that's incredible and they've also apparently they have horns it's not attached to their skull though and then the the horns attach to their skull later at life in life that's fascinating that's so weird the bone like joins oh, the so, so the headline there of 20 giraffe facts will blow your mind it's blowing my mind it's blowing and, your mind yeah well, wait, giraffe giraffe Fifteen months. So Ooh, yeah. That's it's, what we every two years, maybe. Yeah. That's a long time to be pregnant for. Yeah. Um, but so giraffe babies live in this, like they live in like craters or they call them, this is the best carving pools. Imagine you're in a pool full of calves. Swimming, I'm doing the free stroke. Swimming through. That's, that's impressive. Have you gone to swimming lessons? Yeah. I'm Australian. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so lovely. So, so, yeah. so it's like a communal upbringing, yeah, something rather than a specific yeah. um, couple upbringing. Yeah. And then the I love it. females take turns in those carving pool groups to like, be the nannies, and the other mums go out and eat. Probably have more sex, but like, so they, they take turns, so like, That's the mums cool. can be do still be doing things. I think it's really so it's a very communal yeah. like, way of bringing it. So, but think, what about like the dads in that situation? Oh, no, they're away, are they I don't they're explain. bachelor pods, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they do have like they're I guess quite it's 15 months, yeah. That's like... Well, they I think they are quite polyandrous, right? I think they like like poly, 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 no, polygamous, polygamous, polygamous. So they have a few few older males mate with more than one female, but take no part in raising their offspring. Yeah. And they get, they're solitary. So when they're young, they're in bachelor groups, and when they're older, they are... hang out on their own a bit. They're little baby baby boys. Um so apparently like the amount of like heter- ho- homosexual mating that occurs occurred in one draft population was over like eighty percent. So and then twenty percent of that was, was heterosexual mating, so oh, wow. it is the predominant thing that goes on in their lives um, and yeah, so do they again this i their asked please mm. and with the different animals is it something did, did, did they get pleasure from heterosexual mating or not it's hard to define pleasure because I define pleasure in my own human way um, okay, and yeah. i I don't know if other scientists have this, but I really struggle to take away my human viewpoint. And I really hate that because I'd love to be able to think about things as a mouse would, which is what I work with. I'd love to be able to just, like, sit down and be like, okay, today I'm not going to be a human. I'm going to be a human physically, but think like a mouse. And then I could know what brings them happiness, what makes them really sad. I can kind of tell what, like, you know, when they're with us, they're really sad because, <laughs> obviously, but, like when they find a peanut are they really happy or are they just like okay okay? Yeah. or if they find a black with their first blackberry of spring are they really I mean of autumn are they really happy or if they find their male mouse lover to live in a tree yeah, with yeah are they really happy is it like unparalleled happiness so I mean I think oh. yes they experience orgasm through that and that's shown through the feminine response that I was okay, doing I love food. so I think that brings them a, a pleasure whether it is the pleasure I don't know and I don't know whether one is more enjoyable than the other I imagine because necking is like a really intimate connective thing between two, those two male giraffes I imagine that is almost like a, maybe probably the peak of their like intimate, intimacy experience but I say that while about to talk about fucking gigantic mass giraffe orgies <laughs> <laughs> you told me there'd be any orgies in this episode Um, I just sat bolt upright with joy so I think what brings them the most joy is their master of orgies all all men okay Okay, listen to it But, yeah, they have these, like, I guess the bachelor group just has, like, these massive necking events, and they all have these beautiful, intimate grouping moments, and they mount each other respectively, and then they, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Imagine, like, Jarek sitting there. Jarek in his bachelor pad and a little bit of post comes in and it's from Geordie saying for my birthday this year I'm having the orgy again. You're invited. <laughs> and Jericho's like, yes. I'm in there. Result. <laughs> I thought I was out. I didn't know how to do the feminine response properly after 15 minutes. <laughs> I've been practicing last, last year. I've been practicing I've so much. i got bad. so much stamina. Anyway, that's about all like That's about all life. That's so good. That's I mean, like. It's, uh, like I, I kind of wanted to finish on giraffe or I'm glad Thank we got you. there. Yeah. Um. I'm mainly just the, the, the vast array of behaviour, as well as the way that we decide what to choose and how to choose it. Penis. Yep, paint, yeah. That's that's um. That's a giraffe penis. Yeah. Good God, how big a giraffe penis? That's yeah. Shall we it's have massive? Them? How big a giraffe penises? Yeah. Bring it. Let's get your fact up, guys. How big are giraffe? Peni penises. They have one penis. 40 inches long. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh. It, the, yeah. I, I was saying something. Uh, that's a very bad source it's called the ABC of Animal I mean, if that's your website and you're here. Hey, 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 you've seen yeah. our URL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it. <laughs> That's a good point. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was saying to my housemate yesterday that a 13-inch penis is just like, no, God, why? Yeah, I can't. That, that's too much. Jesus. So why was I talking about oh my a 13-inch God. penis? Oh, my God. With my housemate. Sorry, Joel. <laughs> I don't know why we were talking about this. Are we I watching know. a TV show or something? Oh, okay. Which they had a which they 13-inch... Had, or they had one. They wished. But I don't even think that's why. I don't understand the purpose of that... I, don't, I think it would hurt. <laughs> that would be really painful. I think... Then again, 40 inches. Okay, so this is interesting. If I you wonder... want to talk about the website Bad Dragon. <laughs> but... I wonder if male giraffes have penis envy. Ooh. I wonder... Has there been any form of penis envy noted in any of the animal kingdom? Don't know. Cool. We've got, we got so <laughs> much research to do. <laughs> I, I mean, mean yeah that was humans. He <laughs> <laughs> looked at me so unimpressed like you thought I was like really intelligent to say you like what well, a fucking sheep of course that's the entire yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah so I don't know I don't know but I think it'd be really interesting because they if they'd have to be long so they can like actually get there. cuz everything about uh, yeah. a giraffe is Stretched out like a piece of play-doh. Yeah, it is. And they've got they've got beautiful eyelashes. I've seen them eyelashes. Oh, oh, they are stunning. They look like the best. They're the best. Oh, there was a giraffe at Taronga Zoo in Sydney called Jimmy Yu, which was just really strange. That was my statistics teacher in undergrad. I don't know why they had the same name. Why there was a giraffe teaching you statistics? (laughs) (laughs) Jerick. <laughs> Jerick. no! Oh. I don't want to learn about ANOVAs again. The p-values are relevant now. I'm so glad I'm a humanities student. <laughs> I wonder if there's like, they they do they have eyelash envy? Is there RuPaul's oh, yeah. giraffe race? Oh, <gasps> a giraffe would be so good in drag. Yes, but so they have they have the oh, limbs. But I don't have the limbs. No. I was wondering about becoming a drag king. Yeah, I think I'm could. way too short. No, no one's too short to that do that. Hey, what's Aim short for? It's because so so I can't ask other people to reach their <laughs> <laughs> <it's so> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, because because I've got little legs. What's aim short... Because, like, like if he's like, oh hey, what's Aim short for? Like what's your name short for? Like is it a longer name? No. But it's funny because I'm really what's sure. aim short for? Aim's got little legs. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the talk the other day I'm like, I'm it's like Actually use short for Armadillo <laughs> Thank you very much <laughs> Don't know Why do I call myself Armadillo This Amadillo. happens about once a week Are you calling yourself Armadillo um, yeah. I, I, I was really upset yesterday That I didn't call myself Jackal <laughs> The joy of like Having chosen my own name Makes me sad for all the names I didn't can choose. choose You can still keep You just add names on I could But don't forget them Yeah I feel That's I'm been neglecting point. some of my name babies yeah. <laughs> But um we were talking about so also there's a there's a big thing I want to talk about in the next episodes, maybe is uh sexual dimorphism, which is like when there's differences between what animals look like based on their gender. Um and there's so a, like how in some um, Pokemon, like the Pikachu has different tails, if it's a male or female yeah. Pikachu. Cool. Yes, exactly like that actually. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a biology example, but we'll it's fine that it was a Pokemon example too. <laughs> 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 but um, uh so there were some theories thrown around, or like thoughts that like male giraffes couldn't tell female giraffes apart from the other male giraffes, and I was like, "You are an idiot! That makes no sense. Of course they can tell each other apart, and if they can't." then fuck you Jerick. I think it's Jerick peddling all these rumour mills probably. he's the worst giraffe that's why he didn't think he'd be in theology yeah. yeah he probably isn't he's gonna be fake he probably deserves it It's gonna get there and there's gonna be nobody else there <laughs> and he put oh, his best heels on no Jerick. <laughs> you're have an emotional rollercoaster <laughs> about your empathy <laughs> with this poor fake giraffe <laughs> should we talk about any tattoos by the way you got a tattoo recently I got a tattoo recently I got a tattoo recently mum stop listening so (laughs) my um, new tattoo is a little phoenix oh tell us about it it's beautiful it's because one of my names I did choose is phoenix I like phoenixes. It's really beautiful. It's got like this red to yellow gradient. Yeah, it's awesome. my inner arm and it's so beautiful. And the, like the line work matches your other tattoo. <gasps> yeah, it's like a sketchy line work. Yeah, it's, it's just so incredible. Incredible. It was done by Helen down at the Tattooed Hair on Botley Road. So if you're in Oxford and want a lovely person to give you a fantastic tattoo, check Helen out. Her work's incredible. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so what about you? Tell me about your tattoo. Mine's less overwhelming, um really beautiful, and it's just oh I think it's really cute. It is cute. It's cute. It is cute, it's a good to describe it. It's some text that says the choice is yours and then a jam jar and there's like green jam underneath it. And that's from a paper my grandfather wrote about uh, hierarchical cluster modelling. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> and the green jam is in reference to how people simplify things too much. And I think that's kind of the quest of this podcast and with that i think we have an episode thanks so much for listening to this episode we've had a blast and we will again next time see you there for some ha <laughs> hyenas <laughs> oh no oh, uh, i get it out of my system now oh no, no we can't do it it's cancelled i've cancelled it <laughs> thanks for listening thanks. Tell us about jurassics bye bye, bye. Give me some more gumli. Perfectly Natural was hosted by M Dale and Aim Phoenix. Support the show by rating us on iTunes and telling your friends about us. Contact us on Twitter where we're at perf or email us at perfectly.natural.podcast at gmail.com. Birds are sinking, the bees are flying, they're just doing what they know how. To it's easy for them, and it's easy for me to know that I love you. Let me be perfectly clear this world is perfectly queer. You know that we're perfectly natural. It's not a mistake, it's not a choice that we make. It's simply that we're perfectly natural.